Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We've got the mailbag today in the audio version of this show. So if you're watching us on YouTube and you want to hear your questions answered, if you post a question to us on the Twitter, then uh, head over to uh, whatever audio podcast app you listen to. We'll be found there and we'll have your mailbag for you there. However, this is our YouTube news brief. Uh, yeah. Larson, what's in the do? You want me to read this first one? What's in the do? Uh, sure, I can. Uh, so oh, I was uh, asking if you wanted me to read this first one because I wrote yeah, it. No, I- I interpreted that correctly, but if you want to, by all means, go ahead. All right, sure, why not? It involves a fellow member of the wrestling internet community that allegedly we're a part of. Uh, Alexa Bliss called out uh, JD from NY. So every once in a while, the paths of the internet wrestling community and wrestlers themselves will cross over. Uh, For example, when I uh, invaded Kyle O'Reilly's personal space. Uh, But this morning, uh, those paths, they sort of blew up. Responding to a 24-second clip from JD from NY206's show of JD metaphorically and kind of clumsily equating her wrestling in the ring to being uh, lazy in bed, shall we say, she tweeted out this. Normally, I ignore his ignorance because all he wants to do is be recognized by bashing me. But ex-freaking-scuse-me-sir, how dare you discredit my work in such a disgraceful way, hashtag... What a class act. Of course, Larson, the subject of social media etiquette in the wrestling world has been a touchy one as of late, especially with the sad death of Hanukkah which we'll get to in a bit. A ton of WWE wrestlers then chimed in with their support of Alexa, while JD spent most of the morning basically on the defense. Uh, Rhea Ripley said, uh, just disgusting. Braun Strowman had uh, perhaps the strongest words that I was able to see. He said this. This sad-ass Mark talking like he even knows what it's like to share a bed with a woman. He should probably stick to talking about wrestling because he doesn't know shit about it either. But at least he could pretend he does. Oh, and eating Hot Pockets, his mom makes them. Hashtag trash. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy, JD. Oh, boy. Yeah, he, he got himself in a bit of a hole here. A little bit. Uh, so here's the thing. Full disclosure, like, we met JD a couple times. Yeah, yeah. We met him two or three he, times. And he's perfectly friendly with us. And he's actually mm-hmm. a, a fairly, I mean, he's, he's a pretty easygoing guy if you meet him in person. Um, obviously, he's known for, I mean, I've, I've done an impression of JD here and there. Yeah. Whenever something I don't like in wrestling, I'll go to, to, to JD and I'll say, garbage. Yeah, this is the Bernie Sanders, but yeah, yeah it, is. Garbage. it is. It is. It is. Yeah, he's got. A, he definitely has a, a a very distinct persona yeah. for his show. Yeah, uh, that's been fairly well established. That he and he's not afraid to court controversy. No, no. In fact, I think he's realized that courting controversy, as you put it, uh, has led to uh, you know some some pretty decent success. I mean, the guy's numbers. If you look at his YouTube account, he, he does pretty well for himself. And he's built something. And, and I think the thing is, J.D. has taken the, the anger that I think a lot of people have over the lack of creative vision. You and I, we, we, we take the product and we try to dissect it from a critical standpoint. We mm-hmm. try to look for the positives because, in my opinion, I don't care. Bad wrestling's still fun wrestling to me. It really is. I mean, boring wrestling's the worst wrestling. When it's boring, it's it's really bad, and that's when we get really down on that stretch on SmackDown. Like when SmackDown on Fox started, and it was just unbearable. We would just sit there and talk crap, but we even then we'd have a good time talking about it. I wouldn't, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. burst any uh, any veins doing so. And so he's, but he has taken 
this, uh, you know, this, uh, this, this fans are not incredibly happy with the creative direction of WWE in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, ha- it has been that way for a little while now. And uh, and he has taken that and he's been able to uh, build an audience around that. And he channels the rage. Um, I think when it's funny because, you know, one one of his sort of defenses here on Twitter has been, well, this was a 24 second clip uh, that was posted by what he called uh, a, a troll account. This was actually a clip posted by uh, uh, I think it was like J.D.'s jd's burner account or something like something that like that's like yeah. the twitter name and it's like it, it's funny it's funny you know and maybe i'm just projecting i don't know but when he says this in the clip you can kind of look in his eyes and he doesn't have all the conviction in the world it, it's as if almost like he understands as he's saying it that he probably it's a ugly metaphor it's a really it ugly is metaphor. it is um and he's subsequently also on twitter uh, he hasn't exactly, well, he's done the opposite. He hasn't backtracked at all. Yeah. Uh, um, and in the face of any sort of criticism from basically anybody, uh, he, he seemingly is lashing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, people are bringing up tweets from the past. He's been in a big thing with, with Ryan Satin and a lot of his, a lot of his Twitter activity is really ugly too. Again, I mean, I, I wonder if I, and this is me speculating. I wonder if. JD sort of takes the tact that it's all a work, that there is the fictional world of wrestling and he is involved in that as a work. And so he can say whatever he wants to say within the context of this JD character. Um, I think the problem that like my I, I disagree with the idea that because I've seen him retweet certain things where he says he's commenting on fictional characters. And my main problem with that is he's not. Because mm-hmm. when you point out the performance of a wrestler, you're talking about if you were to try to make this metaphor into, well, I'm talking about, for example, how much I hate Darth Vader. Well, you're talking about the performance of the person behind the character when mm-hmm. you're talking about the wrestling acumen or lack thereof of a wrestler. You're talking about an actual human being, not a fictional character. Yes. And so. When you're saying these things about wrestlers, you are talking about the people. You're not talking about, oh, well, Baron Corbin, you know, said this in his promo and I hate him for it. That's talking about the character. Exactly. You're talking about the performance right now. And that's talking about the human being involved. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, I, I, this is, it's, it's not a, it's not a good take. It's not a good. It's look. a bad take. It's a bad take. It's a bad take. Um, it's a bad take. Um, I mean, we've seen uh, Alexa's improvement since being called up. Look, I think Alexa's a terrific wrestler. I don't. Know. I think she's. I think she she goes out there and it, it continually puts on fun matches and is a great performer. Didn't she do a twist of bliss? Standpoint? Didn't she do a twist of bliss off the top of the chamber? Yeah, or one yeah. of the pods. She's done one. She's done one off off the the top rope onto the floor. Yeah. Um, we just watched that video of her train with Mike Quackenbush. She's doing awesome stuff in that. Yeah, I know. I know. I think the she's developed. Her and Carmella both developed in pretty mm-hmm. damn good wrestlers. Yeah. Um, so I mean, just the, like the individual take itself is not a good one, anyways. But uh, but anyways, yeah, it's 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 it it is what it is. You know, I'm glad that wrestlers. It's just you know this kind of thing, especially right now, is just extra sensitive. And you know, even over the weekend, I was I was looking in the mirror at myself, and it's like I'm sure I'm sure that people can sort of cherry pick some comments from our show, 
and take a look at that. Because, you know, sometimes you and I, especially me, I'll drop my filter a little bit. And just for the sake of a joke, I'll talk some shit. Um, yeah. And I need to look at myself. You know, it's like I need to look in the mirror. I need to look at my own tweets um, and see how I can improve. So uh, I don't know. I just think it's the kind of thing where everybody needs to 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 look he, at the situation. Everybody just needs to be cool. Everybody just needs to be cool. And I need to follow that rule, too. And uh, I don't know, maybe hopefully some lessons are learned here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> talk about a lesson never learned. What a oh, segue that was. Uh, Vince just can't quit Hulk Hogan, can he? So WrestlingNews.co is reporting that there was a pitch within WWE to have Hulk Hogan appear at WrestleMania 36 when it was going to take place in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium and actually get in the ring and wrestle a little bit. Apparently, the idea was to have Hogan uh, be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and have him win the whole damn thing. WrestlingNews.co is saying that a source within WWE told them that, quote, the idea was he wouldn't take any bumps. He would work it so he'd only have to eliminate one or two guys at the end and then he would get his big celebration at the end with his music. It would have been perfect because he because he lives in the Tampa area. Apparently, Vince was on board with the idea with uh, WrestlingNews.co reporting that, quote, the idea was still on the table as late as February, but alas, it wasn't to be. First of all, because talks between the company and the Hulkster fell through, because guess what? <laughs> they couldn't agree on money. <laughs> and even if they had, Battle Royal was scrapped anyways once Mania was moved from Tampa the the WB Performance Center in Orlando. So, okay, I can defend this a little bit. Just a little bit I can defend this. You could try. Look at the New Japan Rumble. Yeah. New Japan, and it's fascinating, and it is, look, it's obviously completely different. But New Japan, they keep their legends around to wrestle on like the super undercard, which is a fascinating concept to me. And it's one that I find it's so difficult to wrap my head around that. Let me ask you one thing. Yeah. And I know a lot of the uh, uh, legends, the, the, the long time uh, roster members in new Japan are getting up at there in years. Are any of them 66 years old? Uh, God is Hogan 66 already. Yeah. Wow. That's old. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, and I know, I know. This past year, the new this past year, the new Japan. No, they didn't have the new Japan Rumble this year. The year prior, they had that a uh, uh, yeah special thing with a lot of I know uh, uh, older wrestlers in, in it. Um, uh, but I don't know, man. No, I, I know. know it's different because it's 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 Hogan. God, you and the new that, Japan the Rumble kind of exists. I feel like in kind of a separate. Universal. It is no. It is they because there's no there's none of the top tier stars or even mid carders are in the New Japan Rumble by and large. It's all guys who are in the undercard and then the old timers pretty much. They approach a handful of people they bring in from other companies. I say that tongue firmly in cheek. They approach their legends in a completely different way than than WWE does. This is, if this was par for the course, if this was Hulk Hogan and I mean I'm trying to think like the the thing about American wrestlers they they will wrestle until literally they can't anymore. Like, I'm trying to think of people who have actually retired, like CM Punk left because, you know, he was tired of that. But that's more of a principal thing. He could wrestle if he wanted to. Um, but it's not like Foley can still take a bump. Like, they wear their guys down. I guess, I don't know. It, it is kind of different, though. They, like, WWE treats their legends like, you know, uh, Kane, Undertaker, Triple H, HBK. They were, like, the main attraction at the Saudi show just recently. In New Japan, they would be in the New Japan Rumble, right? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. That's yeah. weird. That's a, It's it's yeah. a weird thing to me that, like, there, there are different perceptions there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
this is not shocking, but it's it's it is very disappointing. Uh, I I had no desire to see this, but I understand None. it would pop None. the crowd huge. Yeah, probably. I it guess. would pop the crowd huge. But he's got such a bad back. I think even still. Yeah. Like you just worry that one wrong move and and you're gonna see someone get really hurt in the ring, like really hurt. Oh, but th- this would have been protected as hell. This would have been so. Well, not, I know he wouldn't be doing it. Certainly, no leg drops, no boots or anything. But he'd have to do like a lariat or something to to knock someone out. Was well, he just gonna Irish whip somebody and they're gonna eliminate themselves essentially? He, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing: if the man can raise his arm like this and speed walk, that's all he needs to do. I know, but if he got a bad back, speed walking could jack you up. Uh, well, then he wouldn't have done it if he didn't think he could speed walk. I think the guy could probably speed walk. Uh, I'm, I'm, he might be able to, but you're trying to say that when he's getting out there in front of the crowd, he's not going to push to see how far he could take things. Oh, this is Hulk Hogan, we're talking about, oh. man. Well, what is he then you know what? The lesson would be learned, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey, old man. <laughs> uh, I know. I feel you. Like I don't want to see him either. And the, the thing is, the big difference also is, as you've already stated, the the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is. It's, they at least they at least hold that as if it matters. It's a showcase for people who couldn't get on the card, but still, you know, should maybe should get on the card. And then you know they they still kind of present it as as okay, you win this, and maybe uh, this will give you some momentum or something like this. You know, yeah, they try. And then and then you have uh, guys out there who are working full time. Yeah, and they end up losing to uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. That's a hey, mm-hmm. hey, tell oh nah man any one of those guys would love to be in the ring with Hulk Hogan they would they would they would die for it <laughs> they would die I'm not for talking it. about that I'm talking about they're out there working their their butts off and they think okay I can win this maybe and and this this maybe could be history hasn't necessarily indicated that's the case except for maybe the case of Baron Corbin the win this battle royal something good could happen going forward from that and it's another instance where WWE gives a potential opportunity to. Uh, 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 a nostalgia act versus someone who's working year in and year out, yeah. day in and day out on the active roster. I find myself continually defending this, and I shouldn't, but I don't know. Every every time I make a point, I'm like, oh, that's a good, solid point, Steve. So they should really should have done this. Anyways, uh, some really, really, really super sad news over the weekend. Larson Stardom confirmed Saturday that Hanakamura had passed away. Their statement read, uh, we are very sorry to report that our Hanakamura has passed away. Please be respectful and allow some time for things to process and keep your thoughts and prayers with her family and friends. We appreciate your support during this difficult time. Kimura was 22 years old, and the the story behind this is absolutely devastating. It, it would seem that it was probably suicide, although I guess you know that has not been confirmed. But over the weekend, uh, she was posting pictures of uh, what can only be described as self harm. Um, she was, uh, from what I understand, cutting her her wrists. And uh, and she was apparently pretty, pretty depressed over her own social media uh, bullying that was going on, stemming from an appearance on uh, the show called Terrace House, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like a big brother type thing. They put a bunch of people, I think, that are like couples or something in a house together and they film them incessantly 24 seven. And she had a blow up at um, one of her like, I think her boyfriend or her roommate or something. Uh, over him uh, inadvertently washing her clothes in the laundry, but there were some longer standing issues with him. And uh, apparently that received like just a massive backlash. Um, and she was getting like, you know, death threats and, and rape threats and all sorts of really, really nasty business. It's awful. And, uh, 
And yeah, like I, I didn't, I'll be honest. And I felt kind of guilty because like, I'm like, man, I really should know more about her. I didn't really know much of anything once that when this happened, I see all this outpouring of support and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking to myself, all right, man, I got to get back on, on the ball here and, and start paying attention to what's going outside of WWE and AEW. Um, but, you know, so I watched over the weekend, I watched some of her stuff and my God, mm-hmm. the charisma levels on this girl was absolutely off the charts. Just insane. Like just an immense amount of talent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. Um, yep. Real sad stuff. Uh, yeah, we do, really sad, ha- we do have a uh, raw tonight, and hey, there might be crowds in the audience, man. Well, yeah. Uh, Fightful Select said they're, they sound like there will be. However, they won't be on camera. That's what Fightful Select said. Okay, so I'm kind of. This is going to so be you just get the ambiance. How is that really any different than piping in, piping in audio, man? Okay, really? so I get here. Here's my thing. This is I, this is how I'm in. This is how I'm maybe interpreting this. Uh, so this is, yeah, from Fightful Select. Please go subscribe because they're great. Um, you get these emails, you know, news breaks, and then you get it in an email form before anybody else does. An internal, an internal memo noted that many of the audience members will be intentionally kept off camera, but instead used to create an environment to better fit the WWE brand. I'm going to extrapolate, and this might be a reach. Maybe they simply mean they're going to be kept. They're not going to be featured on camera. So it's not going to be like, Oh, hey, there's uh, Dijak right there. There's yeah. uh, Chelsea Green right there. Um, maybe it's going to be the sort of thing. Well, they'll be in view, but it's not like the camera's going to be doing close-ups on them so that you have some life in the, well, in the audience I, I, area. Internal memo noted that many of the, many of the audience members would be intentionally kept off camera. I mean, I know the literal reading of that is they're not going to be on camera, but they're going to be milling about so you can hear them, you know, yaying and booing. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll find out in about uh, what six hours now, something like that. So uh, something like that. five yeah. and a half. Something. Something is better than nothing. I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. See what it's like. Just hear this kind of rumble Nebulous. of audio. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good shot over yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's going to be an Arby's night for Drew McIntyre. Speaking of which, let's do our uh, raw preview. Uh, speaking of Drew, he's joining MVP and the VIP lounge this Monday I'm on Raw. Are they going right to Drew versus Bob Lashley for Backlash? Well, it's going to be, be Drew Brock at SummerSlam. I can almost guarantee that. Because, be. yeah, so I would imagine that's probably the case. Drew versus uh, 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 Bob Lashley. Uh, also, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, and Natalia. Are going to battle it out for the right to challenge Asuka at WWE Backlash. Are they going to give Charlotte all the titles uh, leading up to like a Ronda Rousey WrestleMania thing? Or, uh, I don't know. That'd be something else. I don't know. Winner takes all. Could be. Uh, United States champion Andrade defends against Apollo Crews. If they're smart, they'll put that title on Apollo tonight. Tonight. I would, lo- I would love that. Do I that. still feel like, however... Uh, Apollo Crews is going to lose this somehow. Kevin Owens is going to get into that U.S. title program, and because Apollo feels slighted in some respect, he's going to turn heel. Uh, I would be happy with that also because it means we'd get more Apollo Crews, and I think he's fantastic. He is fantastic. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Great. man, let's do this. Are you ready to answer questions? Sure. Let's answer questions. Why not? All right. Let's do that now. Here we go. All right. Oh, I, I have none up. I have none ready. Oh, by the yeah. way, uh, uh, Miro. I'm going to start referring to him as Miro because that's yeah. his name. It is his but name. Formerly known as Rusev. He's got a new YouTube channel. Yeah, so man. y'all should uh, so check that out. Oh, here we go. Perfect. Uh, Mr. WrestleMania. Him, I'm sorry. Mr. Triple Mania himself. 
has he wants to be Mr. WrestleMania. Juan Guerrero Jr. wants to know, would you guys still consider going to WrestleMania 37 next year if it stays in Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, I guess we never really considered going to actual WrestleMania. Well, I guess we did consider somewhat just more so to check out the stadium than anything else. Okay, so uh, I am kind of of the firm opinion that I don't want to go to Mania, but I will still definitely consider doing Mania without Mania if you're up to uh, it. It kind of depends on what the status of everything going on right now. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. If, if we're like in, you know, uh, wave five and, you know, there's like two million people dead, I'm not going to do that. But uh, if, you know, if everything, if, if we're truly back to normal, then pff, I'd consider it's it, sure. Considering. Yeah, it's worth considering. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, uh, we've had Boneyard matches, Mad, 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 Money of the Bank, and the Stadium Stampede. What would the Going in Raw cinematic match be, and what 10 wrestlers from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, et cetera, uh, would be in it? So it would be the WWE equivalent of... Uh, uh, interdimension tension, the main mm-hmm. event for uh, interdimension tension one, Mecha mm-hmm. Santa versus Top Notch. But instead of different, obviously that was a video game. We had different iterations of the video game or different video games. Yeah, for that yeah. match, uh, it would I would have like different. They would be wrestling throughout different eras. So mm-hmm. you know they'd be wrestling in the uh, uh, what was it the Silverdome, the Superdome, Silverdome, Silverdome. Uh, Silverdome doesn't exist anymore. What was the big one? The ninety three thousand one. That was the Silver Dome. Yeah, okay. So regardless, it doesn't exist. Anymore. That's fine. That's why you have it's cinematic. You do CG. All right, all right. So they would be wrestling throughout different eras of wrestling, starting, of course, with the Carnival Days. All right. Uh, a barge in international waters, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Well, was that uh, actually an era of wrestling? International just, barge it wrestling? Sounds, it just sounds cool. <laughs> I always think of that shot in Gangs of New York where they're out boxing on that barge out in the water. Yeah, well, if they had pro wrestling out there, too, yeah, sure. Illegal otherwise. That'd be good. Um, uh, Arby's match. Oh, wow. Wrestling Arby's. Okay, that's good. That's it. Jack wins. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Let's see here. Huo Longheavy is Cody winning too much and trapping potential top guys he beats in the mid card. Hmm. So hmm. that t- I get why he says that title's not considered a mi- not considered a mid card title because Cody's not a mid carder. 
Um, it, so it sort of remains to be seen. I, th- you know, you and I both felt that like the perfect mid card, you know, like Darby Allen or Sammy Guevara would have been perfect if they introduced a mid card title. Mm-hmm. Kind of feel like I'm a fan. I think that the idea of a mid card title is a good idea. It gives guys who can't, you can't penetrate, you can't get into the main event scene because those guys are too experienced or too good. So you yeah. got to have something else in a lower division to fight for. I guess that's what they have the tag titles for, kind of. But then you got Kenny and, and Hangman Page. You've got two main eventers with the tag main titles. Main yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, I, I agree that some sort of mid card title would be great, but. It sort of rem- it remains to be seen if he's. I mean, I don't know if he's winning too much, but he definitely booked himself. I don't think it was a good idea for him to win the TNT title. So yeah, I kind of feel like if if he's if he's if they're keeping that for the rarefied air guys, then what the hell is the Darby Allens going to be fighting for? Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Eric Kalunga, uh, with the success of the Stadium Stampede, will there ever be another one, or is this a once in a lifetime event? And how do you top something like that in AEW? I believe Tony Khan in the media scrum following Double Nothing says they want to make it a regular thing. That's true. Yeah, great he, idea. Yep, he was a big fan of it. He's going to make it a staple, so I think that's great. Um, Lord Ziffer of the Dark Order, if and when Jericho returns to WWE, would you ra- guys rather see him win the Rumble or win Money in the Bank? Let's say he wins the title regardless of which match you choose. Well, he's generally credited with inventing the money at the bank idea. Uh huh. How did win that? He seems fit. He seems made for the money in the bank thing because it's a goofy thing that yep. he can carry around. Yep. Uh, Adrian C. Chances we see FTR and Dynamite this week. Kind of expected them to show up on Double or Nothing. I mean, if you take them at their word on Talk is Jericho, they're taking their time. Uh, they're leaving their options open. They're too busy dealing with endless cease and desists. See, they got apparently one from the WWE now. Based off, oh, because they were selling that they were selling that shirt with the clown design, with the clown picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that Vince gave them, and WWE's like, "Hey, uh, this is ours," <laughs> even though they really should have like denied that up and down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Lewis, which team would win? AJ Styles and Cucumber. Cucumber. Or Undertaker and Gillette Razor. Gillette Razor. So the Undertaker, I guess he did respond to rumors that he was uh, deathly afraid of cucumbers, and he said the that was a bit exaggerated, though he did not like them. I love cucumbers. Cucumbers are so refreshing. They're, They're so it's good. like the most refreshing vegetable, man. Well, it's a fruit. Is it actually a fruit? Yeah, it's got seeds inside. It's got seeds inside. It's a fruit. Uh, is it, does, it, does it exist in one of those like nebulous, weird, in-between areas that some people claim that it's a vegetable? I think people think it's a vegetable because it's green. Yeah, right? And that, like, well, no, watermelon. Well, but on the inside, it's red. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, the Bath and Body Works here says uh, tomatoes have seeds. Is that yeah, the official Bath and Body Works Twitter account or Twitch account? Oh, that's something else. Yeah, tomatoes are fruit. Mm. Mm. I mean, they are, but the definition of fruit, they're fruit. Yeah, I think some scientists would disagree with that. Anyway. Are you sure about that? I think you're the one disagreeing with it. Am I? Yeah. You're trying to tell me the menu at Black Bear Diner is lying to me when it says that tomato are not a fruit. Is tomato it's a, a fruit? Fruit. Hundred percent. Uh, there's giant words here on Google. That says yes, it is a fruit. Let's see. There's got to be some gray area. Okay. Ah, here we go. Britannica.com. It's both. Tomatoes are fruits that are considered vegetables by nutrition. Oh wait, that's not that's not ambiguous. It says they're fruits that are considered vegetables by nutritionists, though. 
Botanically, a fruit is a ripened flower ovary and contains seeds. Interesting. Oh, here we go. Look at this question. Uh, why is tomato a fruit, not a cucumber? Answer, the cucumber is a fruit. <laughs> All this, is this Google designed just to spite me or something? What's going on Seemingly. here? Give me, give me something to work with here, Google. You got nothing to work with. Tomatoes a fruit. Cucumbers are so refreshing, though. They are. I'm going to keep on referring Most refreshing to vegetables. Fruit. Why not? Well, you can keep being wrong, then. Greg Morris, without turning on Tucky, uh, what would a heel Otis look like? Well, he had to grow to goatee, first of all. I know he's got the beard. He had to shave that goatee. A heel Otis, yeah. Uh, he'd have to uh, join the, uh, the Terran Empire. Uh, I don't know. He'd be... It, it, I don't know. Well, so, okay, so his thing is like uh, sloppy sexual dullard, right? I guess so. So, like, the bad version of that would be a guy who's, like, trying to put cameras in, in toilets. Right? Oh. He's, like, comes out and he's taking, he's stolen some underwear from somebody's, like, locker. I know, it's a bad guy. I don't like it either. It is. That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> what an awful person. Uh, Blake Elizondo, should Brian Cage recreate the angle where he destroyed the Lucha Underground title? With the stand-in TNT title, so there's a gif here of him ripping the 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 Lucha Underground belt in half. Yeah, that was impressive. I'm assuming that, that was something gimmicked. else. Should he? Sure, why not? Rip up that TNT title. What? Hey, what'd you think of the? Uh, was that like official from AEW? I don't know if they're official because one of them had essentially the back plate from the old World Heavy or the 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 Globe. Yeah, the World Heavyweight Championship on it. So I don't think that's official. Official. Okay, so but if that was some sort of it's better representation, it's better. There's more going on. This the big uh, block TNT. I know it's the actual TNT font. It just makes it look like a fun wrestling belt to me. It I can't still, get away from that. Still does. Yeah, it still does. It looks better. Yeah, it looks it better. Looks like it looks better. A fun wrestling title to me. It's still it's not like good. Like it's funny. There's that picture of Cody and Mox next to each other with their titles. And Co I'm just like, Cody, how can you stand there with that? Because the AEW world title is beautiful. It's like it's like up there with New Japan's world title. The I know because it, I think it is really inspired by the IWGP it's Heavyweight beautiful. Championship. Cody's. Whereas I think this new one is, is inspired by like belts from 40 years ago. It's inspired by like a, something you'd see at Toys R Us that's like been peed on. Maybe Cody just watches a lot of fun wrestling. That wouldn't surprise me. Wasn't there an angle? <laughs> Didn't they do something that like reminded them, reminded them of us? Probably. There was something. There was something that they did. I forget what it was. It's always something, man. It's always something. Uh, noob and company. Who is truly the hardest working woman in the women's division? Oscar or Charlotte? Ooh. Uh, I mean, it's gotta be Charlotte. She works three days a week. You know, until Charlotte, before these last two weeks, I definitely would have given Oscar the edge because, yeah, she's only on Raw, but she seemingly wrestles every week. Mm -hmm. She seemingly has a match every week. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like the last two weeks or so, Charlotte's been on every show, basically. So mm -hmm. I guess of late, it'll have to be Charlotte. But over the course of the entire uh, uh, shutdown since mid-March, uh, I might still go Oscar. Uh, wrestling Graham... Steve, go watch Ibushi Nakamura and Oscar versus Nikki Cross. I yeah, know you really I should. should. I really should. Especially, uh, uh, yeah, both are really good. Nick. Ibushi Nakamura would be one of my favorite matches ever. It's so good. 
Uh, uh, sorry, White Brownie. Oh, isn't White Brownie here in chat? Can you ask a different yeah. question? I hate I hate casting like DC because he wants us to, to do like okay, yeah, who's, I see it, I see it, I see it. Who on SmackDown is uh, Raw and who in Marvel and SmackDown? I don't want to do that stuff. White Brownie, if you're here in chat, can you just ask another question? You're one of our great friendos, and I want to answer a question from you. Uh, I just I don't like doing those questions. Uh, Samuel Abronkowitz, Power Rank Cookout Food. Oh, ribs. Number one. Yeah, it's got to be ribs, man. Ribs. God, if you get a solid, melty rack of ribs, holy mm. crap. My mm. number two, I know you're not going to share this one, mac and cheese. Yeah, you like your mac and cheese. Oh. Potato salad. I put that up there. Some so good like, potato salad. Did I tell you? Oh, yeah, I had some of that yesterday. Uh, did I tell you what happened with my... Uh, my uh, I have to get a new... Which is fine. It's old anyways, but I, I needed to get a new barbecue. All right. Uh, because uh, a rat got into mine and shit all over the place. You. So I cooked up a bunch of burgers and I noticed like some rat shit at the bottom of the thing. Like this is months ago. And I was like, fuck these burgers. I threw them away and ran to Carl's Good. real quick. Good. So like I haven't had time to like go out and scout a proper barbecue or anything like that. So like mine is shut down. So yesterday, Lacey was like, we, some, one of our neighbors was like uh, uh, barbecuing. I was like, God damn, it smells good. Yeah. So Lacey was like, go get a barbecue, but just like one of those little small ones. Go to run Walmart really quick. And I was like, yeah, yes, dear. And so I went to Walmart and I got for $15 a little tiny uh, charcoal one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just put it in the backyard, grilled up some burgers. Holy crap. Go, it was good stuff. Got some potato there salad. Go. On and there crack. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Dom, uh, Dom L. Power rank. Top five. New tag teams that could challenge for the women's tag titles. Are there five? Oh, five new tag teams. Now we got to wow. put people together. Aaliyah and Chelsea Green. All right. Uh, I feel like most of these teams are going to be coming out of NXT. Probably. Who would you put? Hmm. Hold on. Let me pull up the roster here. You know what I would do? Hmm. I would bring up Mia Yim and put mm-hmm. her with like Bianca Belair. Didn't All they right. have a bit of a feud in NXT? They did. So nothing bonds two people like war. Like fighting each other for a so while. So I'm going to yeah. put Mia Yim and Bianca Belair together. All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, Let's see here. Looking Who over else? here on SmackDown. Well, that's a good one. Birdie Boogie says uh, uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Oh, that'd be good. For one thing, they both have the same initials. And number two, they hang out with each other quite a bit. I've seen that on social media. How about Lacey Evans and uh, is Mickey James? Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. What a solid pick right there. Excellent. Of course, Carmella and Dana Brooke. They've already had a, 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 they've already had some matches as a tag Boom. team. That's good. That's five. That's good. Oh, that's five. Wow. Cool. I know. We did good. Uh, let's see here. Andy Godwin. Um, yeah, we already talked about that, so we're good. Mr. Forbesy. <laughs> oh, man, you're not going to have an answer to this one. What cha- Did you even see the Justice League movie? No. It's a bad movie. Mr. I know. Forbesy. I mean, like, I know, I know a couple of the problems with it. You know what problem number one was, right? Is uh, uh, Henry Cavill's mustache. Correct. Correct, and apparently that doesn't exist in the Snyder Cut. The mustache doesn't, or Henry Cavill doesn't. I think the I think the majority of it was Superman less. 
that opening scene just set the tone. It was like so the opening the opening shot of Justice League is like meant to be footage from a cell phone. It's like vertical video, and it's yeah. like Superman talking with like a firefighter at the scene of some big dis- oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah, police yeah. officer, something like that. And then he comes into the talks to the guy holding the camera. It's like a kid, I think. And they had to kayfabe the mustache. And it's just, it's immediately, dude, you're two minutes into this movie and it looks like the cheapest piece of shit you've ever seen in your life. It's horrible. No, it's they so should have done is put a Snapchat filter over him so then you could hit all that. They should have done <laughs> The dog filter, because he has the nose. <laughs> yeah, it'll, hide, it'll cover up the mustache. Uh, White Brownie 92, Revolver Magazine, just uploaded a video with Asuka. Check it out. Okay, he also says, here we go, a question from White Brownie. Thanks, Nick, for putting this question up here. Thank you. You can only choose one title to redesign. Which belt or belts do you choose? The men's tag titles or the United States Championship? Or, I guess, choose your own. I think they go with the tag titles. So they weren't exactly like SmackDown's, only a different color? Yeah, I'm just I mean like the the overall design just not into them. I'm actually okay with that. I'm even okay that they're symmetrical with uh with the the other brand. Um I would probably go with Dude, okay, so if I if they said, "Hey, choose a belt, do what you want with it." I see title, you're going back to what you were. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Uh, Zondo says Hogan or sorry book Hogan's return run starting at mania 36 and going to 37 so I guess Hogan would be in this Andre battle royal he'd win it and in his mind he would say I won Royal Rumble brother I get a title shot mm-hmm, yeah I'm and an up-and-coming like, no. superstar uh, Hulkster no that's not how it works you just get this giant trophy and he's <laughs> yeah. like well let me tell you this brother brother uh, I'm getting a title shot I'm gonna go talk to, to Vince about it he goes talk to Vince. Vince is like, all right, well, we'll make it a stipulation this year retroactively. He gets the title shot. Of course, he goes. So this is all during ha- this is all happening during WrestleMania. Okay, yeah. Oh wow. And so at the main event of WrestleMania, you know, your your two competitors, okay, it's Roman and 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 and, and uh, uh, Brock, a couple mm-hmm. names. They're out. They're ready for their match. Real American comes on. Mm-hmm. Hogan comes down. Points at both of them. You clothesline. Clothesline covers them both he is new champion that's how he would want it to happen yeah we we have to go to wrestlemania 37 this is all happening this would all happen at wrestlemania 36 yeah and that would make all this that would it would make total sense to him he'd be like this is how wrestling should be and you know you know the business to a new era brother you know what's really sad is that ratings would be massive the next night they would be huge they'd be huge uh, Dang MQ, I just read about this before we started. Japan has ended the state of emergency. New Japan can return on June 19th if they want to. Otherwise, it may be July 10th with 50% capacity. So wow, June July 19th, 10th with 50% capacity? That's yeah, cool. Yeah, before that is no fans in attendance. But I know uh, the, the, the government in Japan lifted the state of emergency and laid out you know when things can kind of reopen with no fans. Uh, it's 50% capacity with a limit of 5,000. Oh wow! I believe okay. it's July tenth, um, but I guess uh, in how that far last... ahead of us were they? They shut things down in February. Okay, All so right. it's been a while. So they're, I think they're so like a month ahead of us. They're a month ahead of us. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, but uh, I know Harold Mage in that one statement or video he did, he set forth you know their criteria for mm. restarting. And I don't know how well what he has matched up with what the government said. I don't yeah. Know. 
Interesting stuff. Um, yeah. So what's the question about that? No question. Just a statement. That's good. That Yeah. The good stuff. I like it. Good stuff. <laughs> I want to see fans again, man. I don't care. People getting people are not caring anymore, man. See that party going on in the Ozarks. Oh, people just don't, they just don't care, man. No, they don't care. Everybody's don't every, care. it's every man for themselves. There was that thing going around Twitter. I don't know how truthful it is. So grain of salt by all means. The thing about if 80% of people wear masks, then like uh, it'll, it would uh, stop the spread of stuff super, super quick. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of masks out here. I, I went out. Hey, pat myself on the back. I don't have to look at myself in the mirror for this one. I uh, went to uh, Walmart. Yeah. To get that grill this weekend. Yeah. Wore a mask. Good. Then I went to Winco to get some potato salad. Wore a mask. Yeah. Whenever I go out, I, I always wore a mask. Proudly. I puff my chest mm-hmm. out in case one of these dudes is going to come up to me and be like, hey, you're a coward. I got my, you're I got a my, communist. I pre-ball my so fists. I don't, get, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, you wear a mask or you're a communist. I don't get that. I don't get that. No, they couldn't explain it, by the way. They're, no, they, they couldn't. They couldn't explain it. They would just say it. it's un-American. That's what they would yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Which they can't explain response. that either. They can't explain that either. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Bath and Body Works, the official Twitch, Twitch account for, for Bath and Body Works here with us. Says, which cut? Jeez, Gypsy, just come on in, why don't you? Uh, which comic book character would you love to see in AEW or WWE? Which comic book character? Henry Cavill with his weird mustache. There you go. That's what I want to see. Robert Pattinson as Batman. But, like, he didn't work out and everybody's, like, just destroying him. Uh, Jonathan, uh, he, they want, he wants a going in raw slow wolf pack all over print mask. Oh, that'd be cool. It's a great idea. That's a really good one. Anyways, uh, that's it for the show. Thanks everybody for, t- well, uh, uh, he just pointed at me. I was looking up the 80% thing and this is from health officials in China. Oh, sorry. That's the wrong number. Sorry. Sorry. Wrong report. Disregard. Uh-oh. Are you spreading conspiracy videos now? No, 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 no. I was looking on Snopes for whether that one thing I read on Twitter was true or not, and I haven't been able to find anything. It's the yet. new Alex Jones right here on Going In Raw. Oh, don't say that. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I'm trying I'm to debunk. my neighbors. I'm trying to debunk conspiracies, not uh, not uh, propagate them. I don't know, man. You, you see stuff like that on Twitter all over the place. You're like, I wonder if that's, if that's legitimate, and then I get distracted by something else. Twitter's and a massive work. But that but the but the the headline sticks in my head, you know? Yeah, it's all a work, man. I'm glad that you're educating yourself though. That's good. I try to. Well here is on on Snopus they have a big article about it. I prefer the knee jerk reaction. Well, this is from Cornell University, so maybe it is legitimate. But Anyways. it's like it's like Bob Cornell University. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Regardless if eighty percent is factual or not, just wear a mask when you go out. Then you're fine. You're you're doing something it's, to protect yourself. It's the Cornell University of Ironworks. Like, what well, you guys know? You guys know what you're talking about? Ironworks, yeah, the you know? Cor, Corn, uh, Cornell Vocational Academy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man. But anyways, yeah, just wear a mask, and then if it, it'll. This help. is a great question here, Zam Vopni. I'm I'm not sure I agree with this premise right here, man. Huh. Has Larson always been the reasonable one of the two of you? Kind of depends on the topic. Uh yeah, what do you think? What do you think the premise of that question suggests? That I am inherently an unreasonable person here on the show? I don't know. <laughs> Fear and loathing says Steve's the wild card. 
yeah, I, I sort of, I make it, I make, I try to make things interesting. I try to, I try to keep your blood flowing, man. That's what I try to do. If you have Big two, junk said, "What about when he nearly killed Hilton?" I didn't nearly kill anybody. Oh wow, that was, dude. No, Larson, he'll, he'll, he'll blow up on you. He will. If you're, in, if you have Hilton's face, and he's like laughing at you with his, you know, corpse breath at a party. Man, I don't know what that was about, but holy shit! I don't, I don't know either. I don't think it ever happened. Larson was gonna fuck. I can him only up. think of one other time. Yeah, one other time in my life that really blew up on somebody. This is a good point. Roy Rogers says killing Hilton sounds reasonable to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that one. No comment on that one. Anyways, is that it for the show? Sure. All right. Thanks so much. Hey, listen, we've got this thing called Friendo Club TV. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, uh, we've got uh, for Twitch subs. By the way, hey, uh, if anybody out there is a Twitch sub uh, and you have not been receiving notifications, please, by all means, uh, Google the uh, Google how to fix it. I don't know how to fix it. I have heard that potentially it could be going to your spam, so check that. Uh, also, there are settings deep within Twitch on how to fix like your notifications. Make sure you get emails and uh, and yeah. But you know, if if you tried all that and it's still not working. Please reach out, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. appreciate it. And until next time, uh, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.